This is Stories from Lincoln Public Schools, episode 62 for the week of May 18th, 2020. Hello from Lincoln Public Schools, I'm Brian Fitzgerald. And I'm Jason Keyes. Welcome to Stories from Lincoln Public Schools, our podcast that gives you an inside look at the people, activities, and programs that make LPS the amazing place it is, even when that place can't be inside our schools and facilities. This week, we'll we'll hear an interview that our communications colleague, Brianna Campbell, did with Carrie Foster. Carrie is one of our special education supervisors at LPS, and one of the groups she oversees is school psychologists, uh, who play a critical role in the education of so many of our students. Just like all of our educators, they've had to adjust to working with students when they can't meet with them in person. But as you'll hear, they're still working to meet the needs of students and families. But first, let's see what's making news on LPS.org. Uh, We have two more stories as part of our Inside the New Classroom series, which highlights teachers who are adapting and even thriving during remote learning. Uh, We feature Jerry Graham, a kindergarten teacher at Roper Elementary, and Greg Eckery-Wittick, I hope I pronounced that right, Greg, a special education teacher at Pound Middle School. And obviously with uh, kindergartners and special education students, um, they they face some unique challenges, uh, but they have found ways to make it work. The work of Lincoln's Community Learning Center never stops, even during times like this, and they continue to provide a long list of services to students and families. You can read more about this on our website, but here's a sample. They've placed more than 1,500 calls to families, and they've created 180 virtual clubs for students. They've also provided more than 2,000 packages of supplies and materials meant to keep students engaged and busy, And they've even provided 50 trees to families on Arbor Day. Big shout out to Nola Derby Bennett and her um, site coordinators. Just a few other things going on around the school district. Uh, A Lincoln High School senior organized a virtual student serve last week. You may have seen that highlighted on our website. Uh, And that encouraged students to safely participate in community service, uh, even if it was inside their own home. So obviously this is um, an annual, um, annual event and they usually go out and do things in the community, like whether it's um, volunteer um, or pick up trash or all sorts of cool things, but um, they made it work this year uh, virtually, which I think was pretty great. Uh, We heard a couple weeks ago about how teammates is still finding ways to connect mentors to mentees, and now, in addition to emails, mentors and mentees are connecting via Zoom. And uh, my uh, older daughter happens to be a teammate mentor, and I had uh, I was able to kind of listen in and hear uh, her Zoom uh, meeting with her mentee the other day, and it was it was it was pretty cute. And it's interesting in a way; it almost um, you know provides a different opportunity to like her mentee. Uh, I think she's in third grade, uh, so she it's kind of turned into a show and tell, you know, where she would go off to her room and then find something to show my daughter, and so that was pretty cute. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, And you see a lot of virtual music performances these days, and the North Star Band got into the act by holding their end-of-the-year concert via Zoom. And you can check that out on our social media if you didn't already see it, uh, and you can watch parts of that performance. Awesome. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to go watch it. Now it's that time to hear an interview with Carrie Foster, who oversees LPS School Psychologists. They still play a critical role in the education of our students, even when they can't see them in person. First, what was it like transitioning when 
you guys found out that you wouldn't be in schools anymore? Well, you know, it was really hard because like all educators, I mean, what you do is, is your work with kids. And so how do you come up with something different when you're not with kids? And so um, first, what we thought would be um, a good idea is to get caught up on a lot of the, the paperwork that school psychologists have to complete. Um, and a lot of that um, is stuff that they kind of do outside of school um, because they'd rather be with kids than sitting in an office doing paperwork. And so they caught up on a lot of their paperwork, um, going through and determining which um, students we could move forward with evaluations using the data we had, um, going over um, functional behavior analysis, your intervention plans and just you know updating all those they were also looking at a lot of the school-wide data that we have to help plan for um, improving systems for next year and so really that's kind of the first step of what we did um, and a lot of that was based on we just didn't know how staff were going to communicate with kids or families or even if what was going to be allowed and so once um, we moved into um, more of a system where um, staff could communicate with families either through Zoom or by phone, um, then that's where we started doing more of the work um, that they do in the schools where they support um, individual students and families and they support groups of, of kids by going over um, you know, um, strategies when they have overwhelming emotions, um, also, even just helping families connect with the remote, the remote learning sites, helping them connect with a lot of the resources in the community. So not only school um, psychologists, but the school counselors and the um, school social workers have all been working together just to make sure families and kids have what they need during this crazy time. And I know that, you know, when I was talking to a lot of your school psychologists, being with the kids is one of their if not their favorite part of their job so you know what have you kind of heard from them as far as adapting well um you know they've they've really figured out how to get creative with zoom and having groups of kids and how to manage that um and so um, i think that has been a little bit more successful in the older grades um, just because it's easier to connect with older kids because they're just more independent. Um, and um, the older kids are more to reach out to um, the school psychologist, you know, if they have a relationship with them. Um, I know that they've tried to do some groups in the younger grades to continue some of the um, the social skills groups that they've done. And, you know, it's depending on the group of kids, it's been successful or it's just, um, I've heard them say that they have like this lesson plan and they've just kind of had to throw it out the window because the kids are just super just excited to see each other and it just gets, you know, it's a little bit more informal and which is fine. I mean, if that's what the kids need, then that's fine. So I think just learning to be adaptive and just kind of, um, figuring it out as they go along has been, has been, it's been a growing experience for them. So I know that um, part of their job, you know, along with working with the kids is kind of those multi-tiered systems of support mm -hmm. and identifying kids who might need some extra help. Have you been able mm -hmm. to engage that at all since you've been remote learning or? 
So, yeah, so they've, um, at the elementary level, you know, a lot of the interventions um, have been put into place now, now that we figured out that we could do groups of kids and we could do some interventions. And so the school psychologists have really been helpful in helping um, identify kids that would need those interventions um, and providing that information to the interventionalists. Um, and even some of my school psychologists that do academic interventions have been able to do some of that. At the, at the elementary level. At the secondary level, it's been a little bit more tricky. Um, they've been really busy with completing um, evaluations and meetings just because of the sheer volume that needed to be completed at the end of the year. It's a busy time for school psychologists. And so they really wanted to make sure that they got those done that they could so that they didn't have to wait till um, uh, September to do them because um, that was going to be really busy to get all those evaluations in in a small amount of time. Um, I know that Molly said that a lot of times in different school systems, you know, school psychs are seen as just doing those evaluations. Mm -hmm. um, but at LPS, school psychs get to do a lot more. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, supporting mental health of kids in schools. How have you been able to translate that? So I think, um, you mean just during this time, this pandemic time? Well, I think, um, you know, along with supporting um, kids and families with those, um, um, uh, you know, having our, um, our uh, uh, SAG groups that they have um, provided for kids, they've also had specific families and kids that they've just been worried about that have been on the radar um, that either, um, teachers have not been able to contact. Um, and so the school psychs have been really trying to um, collaborate with administrators and try to figure out ways, how do we engage those families? How do we reach out to those families? You know, there's been creative ways we've done that through, um, through uh, Zoom, calling contact numbers, even um, maybe having someone go out to the house, just making sure everything's okay, and just kind of checking in. It's It's been a hard balance because you want to support families, but also families, um, you know, right now, school might not be their priority, you know, and so to balance that has been, I think for all educators has been, has been tricky to try to give um, families what they need um, when what they need is different for, for everyone, depending on their circumstances. And all of the school psychs that I talked to just had nothing but good things to say about the support they get from LPS. Do you think that that support they get during the school year has kind of translated to the the um, effort they're giving, I guess, during during this time then? Yeah, so um, I think, um, you know, I have been making a real conscious effort to help them kind of navigate this weird time. Um, and then also balance that with, you know, some of my school psychs have little ones themselves. And so their workload um, has to maybe be different than another school psych who maybe doesn't have kids or their kids are grown or are independent. And so what my team has really done is we've really tried to work together. And so if there's some things that need to be done at a school 
in that particular school psych is um, struggling getting it done because of whatever their circumstances is, we've all just worked together to try to get that work done. And my team leaders have really been doing a nice job of reaching out to they, they have kind of their own little group of, of people and supporting them and just, you know, making sure things are okay. And, and also coming up with um, some proactive ideas of how can we get ahead for when school opens next year? Um, you know, when it opens, if it opens, all those questions, you know, what is their role going to look like and how can we kind of plan for some of that? So, um, you know, I think with like with everyone, we're balancing what can we do now? What can we do based on our individual circumstances, the individual circumstances of our families, and then also planning for what can we get done to prepare, but not knowing what that's going to look like. So, you know, it's along with everyone, it's just kind of figuring that out. <laughs> Yeah, and that kind of actually perfectly led me into my next question then. Do you think anything that they're, you know, because this is a learning time for everyone, um, anything they're learning or kind of developing during this time, how do you hope that translates when we are finally able to go back? Well, I think one thing that we've talked about um, as a group is um, how do we communicate with parents and families in different ways we didn't um, maybe communicate before. I think we are all very comfortable now with Zoom and Zooming with families. And we think about, you know, if we have families that we want to have meetings for and they can't come in for whatever reason, now, you know, it's pretty easy to nav navigate that with parents to have Zoom meetings. Um, also, um, to um, think about our systems and because we have been doing some Zoom meetings and um, we've been giving a lot of the information about kids and you know their um, maybe testing results or um, some of the, the, the data that we've, we've collected, instead of just going over it together at the meeting, we've given it to parents in advance and we've gotten feedback that they really like that because they can look it over, they can kind of let some of the information sink in, they can develop some questions. And so we're really thinking about, is that you know, a better practice for um, when we open up? Or anything else, I guess, that you want to add just about either your school sites in general, you know, outside of this remote learning time or, you know, things that you guys have been doing that you think are good about your team? Or You know, I think one thing I've just really learned to appreciate about my school sites is that we are always trying to improve our practice and we're always trying to build relationships with other departments so that we can just work together. And so something we've really been working on is um, building relationships with other departments and then also figuring out how can we work together just to improve things for our um, students and our families. And so we've had a lot of committee work that we've done in the past few years, really bridging those, those gaps. Um, and I think what's nice about the school psychologists in their role is they really have that big picture view, at least when it comes to their building, and they've really been integral in kind of getting some of the pieces put together. And so that's been really fun. And, and along with, um, you know, what we're doing right now with being, um, you know, everything being remote, we've also had some more time to really um, continue with that work. And um, so we're hoping that some of the committee work that we've worked on, we're able to wrap that up because we've had some time um, this semester and hopefully, you know, get some of those improved practices out for next year. 
Uh, so that was great uh, hearing from Carrie. Uh, we work with her closely back at the district office. And, you know, you think about all the work that school psychologists do during a normal school year and all the services they provide to students and then, of course, their families. And, you know, and you think about a time like now when people are under even more stress and probably even dealing with more um, psychological issues and emotional issues. And I, I can imagine that um, families really appreciate them still trying to reach out and um, offer those services. That's off to the psychologists. If there's anything you've heard today that you'd like to learn more about, there's links to everything on our podcast page at lps.org slash podcast. And if you'd like to subscribe and get notified each week when we put up a new episode, you can find us on your favorite podcast service. Links to all of those are also at lps.org slash podcast. And that is all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us right here at Stories from Lincoln Public Schools.